This is bullshit. Look at how fucking beautiful Matt's setup is. It looks like he's out in a fucking beautiful, like, spring meadow. He looks like a Disney movie. I know. It's it's fucking guys, garbage. Guys, Dude, why am I not zoomed in like that? Like, like, what do you have the lighting set on? Like, <clears throat> emphasize dark rings around your eyes? Cancer lighting balls? You motherfucker. <laughs> I don't understand what the fuck you're doing. Is that your setup, Evan? You're not, you're not stoked with it over there? You know, little cancer lighting on the face. You do look a little anemic. You do today. look like you're in a hospital. Yeah. yeah. I, this is the, he's got hospital lighting. That's what the fuck I, he set this on. Hospital closet cancer lighting. It's, That's what, what he, the what fuck he did. That is final the, hours lighting. This he put the yellow light on the antlers to make the antlers go good. And then he just flushed you with full, full white light. You look really white. Yeah. yeah you're pale. You're anemic. It looks like you've lost blood. Yeah, I didn't just donate fucking blood this morning, balls. What the <laughs> fuck is going on, man? I sat in my sauna for like an hour this morning, drinking coffee, getting fucking... Yeah. There you go. Oh, we warmed it up a little bit? Yeah, I fucking warmed it up a little bit. Are we live on the show? I have a feeling we are, aren't we? I mean, we're recording. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I mean, oh, I just... did... Huh? So you and Logan coordinated your headgear. Logan and Jared coordinated their drinkware. I I picked this because it had bright orange on it, and I thought it would look good on camera. Good in the woods. I does anybody even know what that means? What does good in no, the woods? Mean? I don't know what that means. It doesn't make sense. I don't either. It's really you know, applicable to gay stuff. So like, oh, it is? like I can't hook up with Logan in the office, but if we go to the woods, it's good You're, in the woods. Is that like a navy yeah. term? Yeah, yeah. I came from a ship deck. It was called yeah. Good from the, the Bow, and it went into the woods because they wanted to do more gay shit. Well, I'm Good glad you said bow. that because I got that saying from one of those paintings of a whole bunch of green berets that one that's in behind my desk in the office. So it was actually an inspiration from a whole bunch of ODA guys. So thank well, you, Evan. As Evan's I mean, that father surprise knows, me. all green berets have sex with each other. You know, yeah. oh, man. it's about sustainment. It's about self sufficiency and making sure not needing anything. You don't need anything. Yeah, yeah. It, Twelve man ODA can sustain indefinitely <laughs> I, behind I, enemy lines. I like the fact that the the director of content of one of the best companies in the planet that does digital media is coming to us from his toilet on his phone. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's to be personal, you know. It feels different when it's personal. Are you going to make it through this whole thing, or are your legs yeah. going to fall asleep? No, I mean I'm I'm used to long sessions on the toilet, so if the legs go numb, it's just you know it's good practice. Why are you actually on the toilet? Aren't you? <laughs> no, no, I'm not joking. Are you on the toilet? No. It literally looks like you're taking a shit right now. <laughs> That's why. That's a really good point, Jared. The guy runs fucking media and it has all these people under him and he's on a toilet with an iPhone. I know, that's what podcast. I'm saying. I'm like, Evan looks like he's about to die of cancer. You know, I look red for some reason still. But that could yeah, be my life's I, all fucked up. I today, have too much okay. blood, yeah. I think. <laughs> Jared, yeah. you look like you're you're like a fucking evil man. Like that that deep burgundy red. It looks like you're about to plot to take something over. Like, I just I, I have too much blood, we found out. Evan, Evan yeah. you're going to get a kick out of this. So we're fucking recording with Danny Warnstop, a new music video. 
uh, at least the, the song. And we're sitting here and, and Jared just randomly stands up and goes, my heart hurts. I think I have too much blood. <laughs> we were like, what the fuck did you just say, dude? I had a, a a friend of mine said that if you eat a lot of red meat, you have too much blood and you got to drain some of it sometimes. <laughs> which, yeah, which friend was this? He seems, yeah. or she seems highly educated. You know, he's smart. Medically credible. That That's what? that. A lot of, th- it was Dan Holloway told me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Just, normally you want to listen to a board certified physician I'm just saying, or something like, like that. Look at this. this, this makes sense. I do have too much blood. Well, that's a layer of fat. Yeah. That's, um, you do need, so if you do increase your body mass through muscle or fat, you do need to supply blood to the tissue. So, I mean, he is right when he says that you have too much blood because you're too fat. So if you, you know what I mean? Like if no. you're too fat, you have too much blood. That's just, I, I think that makes sense. I can follow his logic. He's it's, saying you're too fat. No, no, he's not saying you're too, he's saying that my, I have too much blood in my body. That's why my heart hurts. No, your heart <laughs> is being uh, burdened uh, by the, the layer of fat that you have because you're trying to transform into an Arctic sea animal. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> oh my God. It's a build up so you can grow the blubber. Yeah, Art it's a blubber there. Sea animal. <laughs> oh my God. That's the best nickname you've ever had, dude. Yeah, let me, I'm inviting my Arctic sea animal over for dinner, babe. Can you make an extra steak? Oh, can you make three extra steaks? The Arctic sea animal's coming. Yeah, <laughs> There's no other reason. It's Why like are a you saltwater like, manatee? Yeah, like what are you trying to what are you trying to do? Survive in extreme cold weather conditions. That's the only that's the only reason. Or I, you just have a severe lack of discipline. I, I think you're just feeling, trying to survive in extreme cold weather. I have a feeling we're going to have another incident in the country that's going to cause all the food to go away. And I'm just right. trying to stock up. Well, you are going yeah. hunting in Alaska with us, so maybe he's just trying to ensure that he has a good base layer for sustainability right. for, you know, one to two weeks. For a bear strike. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be in a helicopter it. while you guys are doing bear stuff. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Uh, it is. Where Where is the helicopter coming Yeah, how from? are you getting a helicopter? The 212th Rescue Squadron. Oh, gotcha. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you would know someone in Alaska with a helicopter. Well done. Well a done. whole PJ unit. Well done. Yeah. And that's pararescue para because rescue, that makes pajamas. PJ. Yeah. Not, not a PJ masks. Unit. They're the most active PJ unit. Like the, when it comes to rescue, like yeah. those guys never stop working from bear mm-hmm. attacks to, to fishing boat capsizes mm-hmm. and all this there's, stuff. Like those guys are gnarly, gnarly dudes. There's well, there's there's very few nurses that are Halo certified, so it, <laughs> it makes sense. You know what I mean? That's a fucking. You're on point with these labels today. That's what PJ should start calling himself. I'm a Halo, Halo nurse. Yeah, Halo that's nurse. what they are. That's Halo what I've been nurse. calling them forever. Halo, Halo nurses. Nurse. They're really good. Halo nurse with a red Halo hat. Nurse. Yeah. I would. I used to. I one of the very few services I ever talked to on PJs. I'm a. I'm a fan. It's always nice to have a of a good medic. The only what are time you I talking about at, PJs haven't had a mission since Vietnam. No, Every, I know. Everything they have done, they just asked if they could come. 
Well, I know. I thought a PJ tried to jump into a stack with me, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> worry about your needles hey, and IVs, yeah. bro. Yeah. Chill out. Hey, I'll the ibuprofen with that. The ibuprofen and foot powder is back in the fucking rear, homie. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing up here, but <laughs> it's what we call a man's work. I don't know what. For special warfare, join now. Yeah, that's a great career path, though. I think if if I would have if I would have stayed in longer, that wouldn't be a bad one. Or like that, that's not bad. Like if I had a kid, I'd probably be like, go be a PJ. No, but you need to be a, P- a guard pararescue man at Patrick Air Force Base on the beach in Florida, where all you do is ride a jet ski and save you know, chicks from drowning. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I will say there is a little bit of jealousy in my voice because the guys in Alaska, they, they cool heli-ski and yeah. like they, they, they do have a fucking amazing, amazing life because they're, they get a ton of uh, work directly related to their missions. Uh, they're deploying overseas on shorter rotations. So they yeah. do like 90, ro- 90 day rotations. So they're, they can, they have an opportunity to go get it on if they want to, they come back and they're like living in these incredible places. Uh, there is a bit of je- jealousy. I used to fucking torture those guys. I would, I would train, um, uh, teach them close quarters combat down at the direct action resource center. That was like my off time job when I wasn't like, Oh, hey, come back from Iraq. Let's teach some fucking PJs for a few months. Um, and I, 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 I can say that they're a lot of fun. But, man. but that, that's the whole purpose of why I'm saying that is first they have Air Force money, they have Air Force lodging, they have Air Force chicks, Air Force chicks. Plentiful. That's the Air biggest Force fucking boom right and there. Then, and then the cat, the extra little sauce in the the thing there is like a Ranger training cycle. I'm doing shackle drills and jumping out of airplanes in like sub freezing weather. Like it's miserable. It's terrible. Where like they get to go like fucking ice climb and, and Key West dive trip yeah, and jump trip. Yeah. Yeah. Time to go jump out. And I'm not even talking shit. It's just awesome. Like that, that, yeah. would, that would well, be like I sent, Logan, I sent Logan a video of the Alaska PJs. They were doing a halo and they, they chugged down one of our, mm. our uh, canned drinks and then yeah. jumped out of the helicopter in the sky. Yeah, they looked really cold. Yeah. Like I've never really seen cool. anybody jump like they were in full freaking winter storm kit with big freaking gloves, man. I was like, ooh. I don't think you want your hands to like, you know, go numb because I don't think pulling a parachute would be that fun to do. Oh, that's such a shitty way to die. Just let your AED <laughs> take. You just got to let your AED take over. It's not a big deal. Just say, just, "Fuck it, I'm riding this bitch." You're I'm riding your auto. I have a very close friend, Matt, that actually uh, his bicep tore on exit of his right arm, and he couldn't yep. he couldn't pull. He had to he had to loop his left hand in and then try and throw himself to get to get the ripcord pulled. Did he have an AD or did he get it go? Did, he, did he, he got get it with his to go. Yeah. He got it to go, but yeah, there's a lot of bicep injuries, especially on static lines. Dudes that huck their fucking static line and it wraps their arm. Ugh. Bad, bad injuries. Yeah, static line injuries are are pretty gnarly. Yeah, I never got like when you're doing training and you see the guy in front of you just like huck the fucking static line at the jump master. I'm like, you had one job in this whole fucking process, <laughs> and that yeah. was to hand it over to him nicely so he could go. And then you jump out of the fucking plane. So Evan, easy. Evan, uh, when Matt and I were at Fort Bragg for his book signing, we met this kid that burned in from 1,300 feet, no open at all, and broke, his, broke his ankle. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. 
was there and his and his sergeant major had the they showed us a video or the photo it was a video of night vision you just see a black dot come out of the plane and just go straight to the ground and the kid broke his ankle wow that's How fucking that nuts like he said he walked into the hospital and like uh, the colonel or something was just looking at him like he was a ghost he's like yeah I'm not supposed to be here am I <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's so wild, man. Imagine the nurse documenting that. Reason for injury, I fell 1,300 feet out of a plane. So yeah. wild. Uh-huh. Reason mm. for injury. So Here's technically speaking, you could survive that that fall given all the correct, the, the, the parameters. Correct well, parameters. You, you could survive that fall. The guy that really taught that TTP was Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando after he goes, my friend is dead tired. And then he jumps out of it into that marsh and just walks out wet from like 2,000 feet in the air. So Arnold knew how to do that back in the day. They're just, they're holding that secret. I believe Russia experimented with parachuteless paratroopers. No, that was just uh, (laughs) Stalin throwing people out of aircraft. That's, uh, That's different. That's a... Communist tactic. They, That's a communist had, tactic to just I eliminate Russia people. Russia had a thing where they would take a plane over snow, like very low. Yeah, and then they would just roll out. No, you're right. You're right. They did. They tried to, and I think they were fairly uh, successful at that. But I don't think Russians really gave two shits about how many people they You've killed. Seen that old Russia video, doesn't right? have a, a risk management matrix. No, I don't think they, they did they back in to, the day. No. Yeah, they used to jump out on the wings and then they would just kind of like slide off the plane oh, yeah, and that really got out. well the u.s army yeah. even did that they like lay on the wings and just slide off the wings i'm like dude that took some balls back i, in the I day. don't know how you keep lift with a wing when you got a bunch of people on a wing like that that well there's black and doesn't... white footage of it so it's happened <laughs> well i know it's happened i just don't understand the science of it well, they, I don't know. Were, they weren't Arctic, um, you know, animals. I think that they were a little more lean and mean. Mm. So maybe their weight distribution. What are you talking about here? Yeah. Like you got a three to one ratio on people. <laughs> yeah, way less. Just no, I jerk. don't. I'm not three to one. Yeah, you're actually not that fat <laughs> at all. I just why are you, why are you seeing that? <laughs> why are you seeing that? Me? Because yeah. because Come he on. looks like a Disney character, and you look like you're about to die. I do. I have like a lot of flood coming in I, here. I, I need to like maybe I need to go back to the doctor and get some blood work done. Every time I see these videos, I'm like, fuck. I gotta like go back to the doctor and get some blood work done. Did so you, did, I, did I ever tell you guys that story when I was when I was going through airborne school, my very first jump? Did I ever tell you this no, story? I've never heard this. Okay. So I'm number two in the chalk, like going out, like I'm number two, right? And the JM is doing his thing fucking bright red like bright 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 red on this fucking whatever it was like a c5 or something you know like one of those huge fucking birds and (laughs) this dude uh brings this brings the first jumper up and she's a female and he turns around to do something and she just fucking bails like bright red, just fucking. <laughs> and I'm sitting there wait, going, wait, is the red lights the one? Oh yeah. yeah it was red bright light. red. Oh, we, we were, fuck. we were, we were like a minute out. Like we were a minute out. That's a long time. She just fucking bailed dude. And we, and I was like, 
Whoa. Okay. Is that, is that, was that what we do? Like, does he turn his back and we just fucking roll out? And he's like, he's like fucking waving us off. Like what the, you know, he goes to the doors, fucking looking out and waving us off. Like what the fuck? It was totally his fault, by the way. Like the dude turned around and you're supposed to block the fucking exit, right? Absolutely fucking block the exit before the jumpers go out. And, uh, (laughs) but I had, uh, so I watched this entire thing go out. She was fine. She just like landed in some trees. They came and got her. She was fine. And I talked to her (laughs) afterwards, but this fucking JM, like he was trying to, he was trying to blame it on her that it was her fault and she was going to get kicked out of fucking airborne school. And I'm like, this is your very first jump. And the JM left the fucking door unattended a minute out from, from DZ. You don't even have to be, you don't have to be much of a detective to realize that what you do, push him out of the fucking way and jump out. Right. So yeah, that, that was my very, very first jump in airborne school. (laughs) I, I don't think people that haven't jumped static line know how much is just left up to like faith in those jumps because like yeah we did that one time they had a they had a bad wind call and i forget where we couldn't jump but it was like double of what you couldn't jump and they got a bad wind call from the pilots or something they released like six jumpers and i was like ninth in there. <laughs> and then they waved everything off they're like oh yeah. god and it came over yeah. comms and they're like it's like 20 knot winds we're gonna yeah. land and i was like Man, I feel bad for those fucking dudes in the air right now. We had, we had one of our guys. Lucky I missed it. It was in Yakima, dude. Um, but my platoon, I think, had eight dude, nine dudes get like severely injured, concussions. Oh, yeah. One dude got medically retired because they jumped Yakima with a bad wind call and they all got fucking knocked out. One dude shattered like his femurs. Like it was fucking terrible. Dude, I yeah, I had to do it. I got an award for a rescue of a dude out of a tree. But funnier than that, my first jump at Bragg, I showed up with, with th- three of us showed up at the same time that graduated tech P school at the same time. So we were all the cherries. So we had the white cherry helmets with cherries all over them and everything. And at the time, one of those, those two guys were my buddies. One of them was dating the other one's sister. So it was... It was my buddy as the first jumper, then the guy that was dating the first jumper's sister, and then me. And as we, as they give the go call, my my friend turns around and just smacks the other dude across the face as hard as he could, <laughs> and then dives out of the plane. <laughs> so after after you're under the shoot and it gets really quiet, like the shit talking that was going on, like under canopy, and then they both got out of the shoots and started fighting each other on the DZ. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> just, just, he goes, go. He turns around, boom. <laughs> just out the door. No, that's, that's a really funny. good point that we don't ever talk about the, the amount of shit talking under static line canopy. Cause you're always yelled like, pull your fucking riser. You stupid fuck. Cause they're slip away. Like slip away. Running on the top of their parachute. I'm like, yeah, oh, can, let's, let's, let's not do the static line crap anymore. <laughs> At least under a T10 Delta, which you can't manipulate whatsoever. I've climbed yeah. to the top of that rate like riser trying to get it. When to you're move. jumping yeah. with an entire brigade out of both doors and just smashing into each other. <laughs> the plane. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. I used to, uh, I used to always, I used to sign up to be the DZ comms guy. DZC. And, and uh, I, I had the worst success ratio of getting comms of any, of any comms guy 
because I would always like fucking dump the fill and just be like, no, no comms. All right, let's go shoot. Let's go do some other shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like zero for, I was like zero for 10. Like, ah, let's go shoot. And then finally somebody figured it out. They're like, you need to stop letting Evan be the comms guy because we're never going to jump. I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. You guys finally figured it out because it was stupid. I was like, there's a fucking war going on. You think I want to risk not being able to go to war because I hurt myself on a jump? Are you guys fucking high? Like on a domestic jump? It's like the dumbest shit ever. Like it has, we never going to use it downrange. We've never fucking used this like ODA static line fucking jumps downrange. We're always in a fucking spin up cycle to go overseas and do something fucking actually fun that is strategically meaningful. So I never understood it. I was like, this doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. You guys want to risk a huge portion of the force or maybe somebody is really fucking important because you want to do some bullshit static line? Like, fuck off. Battalion so got pretty nice I took it upon though. myself. What's that? <laughs> they got pretty good with that for that same reason. They started letting us do like, um, you know, 60 elevators. So we just like fly up, jump yeah. out, get her cert and then call the day Hollywood. And I was like, I could do that shit all day, but like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, jumping out in the middle of the night with, with huge winds with combat that's equipment. I, it's like, I know that's I don't want to break my legs. Like I want to go to combat. Like I'm not trying to get fucking It's injured. like night combat equipment. It's like, yeah. During, you know, inclement weather. It was just like, just scratch it. Just please fucking be done with this. This is fucking dumb. Like daylight fucking Hollywood. Like who cares? Yeah. Like jumping out of Blackhawks. Like fuck off. Yeah. That's great. We'll do like 10 of those in a day. You know, like that's fucking fun. But everything else is just like, oh God, this is dumb as fuck. And you get those water landings. Those are my favorite. Just little. Mm. What I liked, what I liked was the, uh, the uh, pencil jumps. Those were good. Yep, we did these. We sure did. What is a like pencil jump? A pencil jump? Yeah. It's when your pencil fills in your appropriate jumps. <laughs> <laughs> what do you walk in the S1 shop and you're like, yeah, I was totally on was that. Totally yesterday. on that. I, I totally yeah, on, I'm that. on the manifest. Uh, they must have fucked that up. But yeah, yeah, go ahead and write that in there. Yeah, just go ahead and throw <laughs> me on there. Yeah. <clears throat> no, um, I've never done that. I sound smart though. Uh, yeah, there's like uh, pencil PT, pencil jumps, uh, pencil, pencil PT. I'm a fan of. Yeah, pencil I'm PT. Sure you are. <laughs> no, that's what we always did in Bataan. We called it pool PT, and we're like, yeah, we're going to do pool. We're gonna go smoke each other, and we'd all grab our swim trunks and look like we were going, and we just go get omelets. There were some good omelets out in Lakewood. There's some great yeah. omelets out in Lakewood, dude. Yeah, I know. What Peggy's. was that? What was that shitty little restaurant? Peggy's. Peggy's, that's right. Right outside Man. of uh, of the camp. I need some more coffee is what I need. That's what I need. I need some more coffee, Pauls. Uh, yeah, Peggy's. That place, there's like the, the, the two places we go. Right outside Camp that, Murray. Yeah, yeah, it was right yep. there. Like Peggy's, that fucking breakfast place. Mm. But then there's the, like the teriyaki house or whatever, the, that chicken fucking place. Yeah. Do you guys ever go to that place? Every day for lunch when I was up like a guard duty. Well, yeah, Logan didn't, but Matt sure did. Yeah, of course. What was that place called? Is that like uh, the teriyaki the palace? In it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know you're talking about the right side of the road. Yeah. Um, so what have you guys been doing anyway? Let's, let's, uh, I mean, I know what you've been doing, but let's, let's catch everybody up to what, what the fuck has been going on because basically Logan's been on vacation. Uh, <laughs> 
Caught some fish. Matt, Matt's just been playing fish. his guitar. JT's just been oh, eating know. hot dogs. And I've just been making stupid fucking videos with my puppet. So I think that's all we do, right? That's all we do. <laughs> On the content side, we got some good stuff. Like uh, we should dive down that pitches thing because I think it'd be fun for the FRA audience to kind of interject and give us some ideas on um, pitches because I think that's a good format for us to go forward. We talked about that collectively, but uh, right. I just wrapped up the uh, country music video shoot. So I'm did all that. We were nice enough. Uh, Ox Ranch had us out. I spent some time with their chief operations officer yesterday. So what, um, what's Ox Ranch? Like, what is that? What's, yeah, for sure. So Ox Ranch is probably the most premier experience when it comes to the outdoor environment, lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. So when you go to Texas, right, there's all these like high fence ranches and you can shoot exotic game, yada, yada. But the cool part about Ox Ranch is they have like different packages where you can stay on like rooftop cabins Then you can go do bachelor parties and like ride ATVs. They have a bachelor party lodge where you can like fuck off and get hammered. They have some of like the world's biggest blinds out there. That's the reason I went out there to film the country music video. They have like a 12 person blind with like a poker table and they got like drinks and amenities. And then each one of the things are like exactly ranged out. So if you look at the blind, it's like blind <laughs> a 114 yards. So it's, and they have cameras and all of it. It's crazy. But then to include that, they also have drive tanks, which you see like a lot of the influencer guys out there. That's like cool. Matt Carricker and all that. You can like drive tanks, you can shoot them, you can shoot flamethrowers, you can blow up trucks with like 50 cows. It's, it's pretty cool. Like I, I never realized how big is it? Like how many acres? I think it's uh eighteen thousand, if not more. Oh it's, fuck. It's, it's, it's so massive. it's huge. Yeah, okay. it's huge. It's huge. And they have I've been to a lot of Texas game ranches, but some of the animals they've had out there when I drove around, I've never seen like I'd never even really seen a um Pure Davis. <laughs> and I drove by one of those and I was like, bro, can I? Can I shoot one of those? And they're like, yeah, I'll go grab the guns. I literally wrapped up the country music video, had the guys drive my truck back to the cabin, jumped in with a guide, and then uh, went and found one and shot it. I think it was massive. I don't know if you saw that on Instagram, but... Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, you just yeah. gave me a really good idea. I need to bring I need to bring my cop car out there and have angry cops pull me and Caleb over in a tank and just chewing <laughs> us out. <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> The, um, yeah, that Pierre Davis is crazy looking. Uh, I, when you called me last night and we were talking about it, I've never seen one of those before. So that was the first time I'd ever seen it. And then that thing in full velvet is, it, it looks, it, it looks like something from another planet. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's like oh a rain, reindeer mixed with like something else. I didn't know. So it's a Chinese water deer and apparently they nearly from went China. From China. Yeah. Nearly Antlers are huge. Yeah, it's in full velvet. <clears throat> but I guess they went nearly extinct because I went and Googled them after. But then all the ranches here in Texas, obviously, like a lot of people don't know that the high fences, they're great for conservation. I'll send you guys videos too. They have fucking rhinos out there, dude. What? Dude, what? They have two rhinos. And so the guy, they, you know, they don't let you pass the fence. And I was like, how docile is like, you can kind of get in there with them. And he jumped in. I was like, I'm going to jump in the cage. He's like, at your own risk. So I went in there and I've never been that close to a rhino. It walked up to me and just started petting it. But I guess one of the other Shut one got, up. dude, I have video of it. And the other one got jealous and started kind of like trotting towards me. And I was like, I'm out. And I just fucking jumped the fence again. But yeah, I've never been that close and petted a fucking rhino. They're, they're a walking dinosaur, man. Their skin yeah. is so like <laughs> scaly and thick. 
it was a really cool experience. And it's, it's pretty rad to see him kind of conserving those animals and giving people the opportunity to like, like I petted giraffes yesterday out there. That was fucking rad. I, I've heard that giraffes are like they're massive. really, really docile too. I'm getting a llama. No, they're not. <laughs> giraffes are not docile. They have one. And then the one that came up to us is like, yeah, we're not going to pet that one because that one will kick you. It's like, I'm going to get a llama. I, when did I you pet in... its face or did you like scratch its leg? Marcus no, Luttrell's they... are really nice. You are they? Feed, you, yeah. you feed it, Logan. So you just kind of hold out some like hay or some like whatever. It's like a horse with a really Horn. long neck. No, that thing is fucking nuts. Like that, those, those things are dinosaurs. Like I remember yeah. I worked in Botswana and I would go out and go on these like pseudo safaris. In Botswana, we had the, the, um, we were actually doing counter poaching training. So we'd go out and go straight up into the, the rhinos. And these were like both black and white rhinos. And, um, they were fucking crazy. And I had a whole army of guys with me with, belt fed machine guns and they were like yeah don't get too close to those things they'll fucking kill you and they were crazy yeah, you've, they're, you've they're, seen they're those things fight, right bite no the the giraffes oh yeah yeah how they whip their heads and they like they use their the centripetal force of their necks right and like blast the nubs into each other it's pretty freaking gnarly well you have a giraffe yeah. tattoo on I do, your yeah. leg yeah so yeah, well, I did a, a South African hunt not too long, a few years ago now. And there was one of the guys on this trip brought his daughter. And I remember the first night the daughter goes up to the, the main professional hunter. And it was like, I want to kill a giraffe. And I was like, I was just black. Like, I just couldn't believe that a 12 year old girl would want to kill a giraffe. Well, a couple of days later, we're, we're going out to do it. And she uh, she's using my thirty out six on it, and she we finally find one. They're obviously pretty easy to see because they're just sticking up above the African bush, and she shoots it twice, and it doesn't go down. And the pH jumps out of the back of the truck, and he's like, "Come on, guy, come with me." And I was filming the whole thing, and and so I'm like chasing this giraffe with this professional hunter through the African bush. And he gets, he puts one more shot on it and it goes down. And then I'm left alone with this giraffe as it's taking its final breaths. And it's just like, you guys all remember that hearing that like death gasp and its neck is like moving like an accordion. And it was just a really serene moment, which needed to be memorialized through a version of a tattoo on my leg. Uh, but then all of that meat got donated to the local villagers. So like within an hour, like that thing was completely processed and all offloaded to uh, the local village to get eaten. So like just a really interesting process. I, I, I have no desire to kill I, a giraffe. I have no desire no, to kill a giraffe. Zero desire. Like, like, it's like so, killing a so horse. Majestic. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why the fuck would you shoot that thing? I would no, like I, to eat one. Yeah, I, I, would, eat I was definitely trying to eat it. Good. Yeah. Well, like their hides, Matt. Did you touch their hide at all? Like it no, feels really. like it's about three inches really? thick. Yeah, it's super dense. It's like what where Jared's gonna be after he gets a little bit more blood. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of some blood. Some blood. I'm just gonna How? drain it. Yeah. Good idea. What do you even drain it all? Uh, 
I've been collecting my props for some upcoming video series. So I've got a 1974 Pontiac Trans Am Firebird and a 1971 Dodge Polaro police car. Now I'm just searching for a semi-truck with a trailer uh, and then I'll be complete. Do you know how to drive a semi-truck? I do not have a CDL, but I identify as someone that does. Good. Oh, yeah. Really good. That's good. <laughs> What's the semi for? Uh, I, I'm going full uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Full full Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, full Smokey. Okay. Yeah, full send. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I'll be running coffee, not beer. I'll be running coffee. Okay. Yeah. I I kind of dig it. I'm waiting. I'll wait to see what happens. Hmm. Hmm. What are you? What are you doing, Lo- or Logan over there? Other than taking a shit in your yeah, you've been on the for a while. <laughs> on that toilet, got on that toilet life. You know, he's on that toilet life. He must have a padded seat. Really nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I just went down to the coast not too long ago and went fishing with our, our good friend John Hughes down with uh, Cat Sport Fishing. How is that boat? Well, I didn't go on the, the main one that he's uh, got that's, that's got his Molan Mabe on the side of it. Um, we just, we just did a bay fishing trip for, for red drum and, and black drum. Was it like a, was it like a Michael Bay fishing trip and everything was like super slow and big? <laughs> like, like big yeah. flares. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there there's, like, jump, there's lens flares in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of lens flares, lots of explosions in the distance that you don't yeah. know why they're happening. They're just happening on your fishing trip. Wait, wait, that's a great idea. We should do if Michael Bay directed a Michael Bay commercial. Fishing <laughs> Mike, <laughs> fishing, it's like, Michael just, Bay. <laughs> Just explosions and lens and flares that. that make no sense. What the fuck is Huge going on? Michael Bay shots. directs a fishing tournament. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like fucking. <laughs> I love funny. that. Did you guys, did any of you guys see the new Justice League? No. no. Um, Dude, it, did you? Did you? It's, yeah, it's fucking really, four hours long. Yeah, but it's really fucking good. It's uh, if thing? you don't know the story, the original di- director, Snyder, um, in as soon as they had finished shooting the film, his daughter died, committed suicide. And so he he went to go deal with that. And the studio just out from under him hired another director and pushed the movie out as fast as they possibly could. And it was complete hot garbage back in 2017. So he went back and spent $70 million Re- shot more and then released his version of the movie that wasn't hot garbage and it was really good. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it was interesting. interesting. There was a there's a huge social media movement to like release that like a few months because that movie's been done for a long time. But really the, yeah HBO slash uh Warner Brothers just didn't want to release it because they didn't think it would make any money. And then at the beginning of this year HBO came out and said we're basically going to do as soon as things start to open back up, we're doing co-cinema and HBO Go releases. So that's like their new platform release from here on out for all Warner Brothers content as they're doing like, it's going live on streaming platforms and in theaters at the same time. Well, uh, interesting fact about it is he cut the movie in 4-3 aspect ratio. So old square TV. It's 
very artist of him to do no, that. Yeah, and I didn't stupid, but I didn't get that part. But hey, you know, teach their own. Yeah, yeah. I uh, have you guys ever gone fishing for black drum before? No. What's would you would you just say? Have you ever gone fishing for black drum? I, I mean, I, I guess you could just buy a drum and seems easier way i mean statistically i don't even know what are you just dragging the bottom of the ocean for a drum i mean that's that's where you catch them yeah but those like they look like tiger fish that were and then yeah they just got these big or sorry zebra fish oh yeah yeah yeah. black stripes on the sides and then they get when they get bigger they get this big round hump but so many pounds they get up to you pull these things out of the water and they, they look like they a grouper. They look like a, a little bit like a grouper, but they actually drum. That's why they call them that. Like they make this sound, they go boom. Like you, you're holding this thing and it's like you can feel it vibrate what? because it's drumming so hard. Yeah, it's That's wild. wild. What is it like and a I, bone in the fish or something that does that? It's just, it's like, it's, it's vibrations with it. I don't know if it's, a, I don't think it's a bone necessarily, but that's. You know how they you communicate those? with the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I had some last night. They're really good. So is that redfish. But yeah, I put them back in the water and then he went and hung out with the rest of his bandmates and continued the underwater concert that they do when nice. they're not caught. Yeah. Well, if you That's need a guitarist wild. next time with all the drummers, let me know. I'll be yeah. out for you. Yeah. In a, in a, um, a health update on my end, um, Evan linked me up with this, uh, this clinic in Salt Lake there. And to, you know, just self-improvement and, and trying to get a little bit more Mobetta on a regular basis. And the doctor there said, one, I should eat more fish just based off of my uh, genetics and where I come from and whatnot. And then um, she said, buy one of those new red lights. Yeah. Juve is one of those companies. She said, put this on your balls. Like three times a week, just put that red light on your balls. Shut up. And yeah, I swear. Why? And then because it's supposed to increase your testosterone level. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Why, so, why so doesn't Evan the, set me up with anybody to better my health? I haven't seen a doctor. He knows in like you don't care years. about your health. Yeah. I got last time, the last time I did that, you went to White Castle instead. <laughs> that is not true. Yeah. The last time we did that, we went to Vanya Five together. I want so to go back to the red light and the balls personally. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I did. I got my T levels tested before. Right. And so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do two months of, of red lights on your balls. That's red why you're on the fucking toilet right now. You have a red light in your bath fucking room, yeah. don't you? Yeah. So anytime you just see a red light, you just know what's going on. Does anyone watch you when you're lighting your balls? Like, does your girlfriend spy on you while you're just lighting balls? Nobody, nobody wants to watch the red light. Balls. I don't know, Logan. I went Why? on Amazon right now and just bought five red light headlamps. So I, I, <laughs> I bought posters. I, I got four movie posters of guys getting their balls red lighted. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Interesting. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I didn't either. But I was like, you know, it's it's not super invasive. Yeah. Why not give it a shot? So when do you do it? Do you put do you do you, do you red light your balls in the sauna? Is that when you're doing it? When do you do it? That was my initial thing that I was gonna do. Um, but 
the electrical situation doesn't wasn't well, super. It's conducive. saying right here that it only works if you do it for six hours a day for thirteen weeks. That's what. What are you reading right now? Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do Jared, like Jared's resource for medical advice. Reddit. <laughs> there you go. No, I just got it like on the back. It's like hanging on the back of my bathroom door. So before I jump in the shower, I'll just turn that sucker on. Yeah. But I'll let you guys know. I'll let you guys no, know. I, uh, my, yeah, ball, my ball experiment. Yeah, I see it. I mean, I know you've been doing it because what the, if you just the camera the red that I put in your bathroom your a few months ago. And then you just red lighted them all day. Yeah, like a jockstrap like a, red light. Like a, yeah, underwear mounted red light. Yeah, I don't... Or, or just like had a, like three people with red lights and lamps and they just walk around with me all day and just like right. work my angles. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a ball sack, red sack, you know, it's like a little, like, it's like a potato sack for your balls that has illuminators in there. I mean, we mm. can, we can patent this and Dude, let's, go big. Let's invent that. Yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a banana hammock, but to increase Ooh. your testosterone. Yeah. I like there that. We go. I yeah, like that, I like a, that lot. a lot. Yeah. I'm what is saying. that? A 50 cal behind you, Matt? You just like got your, is that, is that how you fucking flex? You yeah, just like, he's you just get, you, just, you, yeah. you fucking flex. Yeah. I flex. With two sets of nods and a 50 cal behind you. Is that how you fucking piss on everybody's leg? Yeah. Is that and, what you do? And a, you know, a million YouTube plaque too. Um, and then my New York Times bestselling books up there too. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, like, I love when I go on news cycles and there's just guitars and a 50 cal in the background and people are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, it summarizes me pretty, pretty close. When's your, when's your, when's your cannon going to be done? Dude, they're taking forever. Oh, Soon. come on. You're getting a cannon? I bought yeah. a 20 millimeter, Evan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You told me that. That's so I good. I feel like every when you great American needs to be able millimeter. to take out an ISIS technical with their own yeah. arsenal. And I think that that's a fair assessment and judgment and a great exercise of my constitutional rights. Yeah. I agree. I really do want to. I really do want a uh, grenade launcher, a forty millimeter grenade launcher, be because cool. you can buy those, and we can we can get the training rounds. I think their training rounds are like they're they're not restricted. They're not yeah. expensive, no. And they're super fun. Yeah, yeah. Mason has one. Oh yeah, that's how we put that in sci-fi. That's right. Yeah, yeah we totally forgot one. about that. Can we? We're, we probably shouldn't talk about our recent forty bike bike. No. Nah. Nah. Nothing. We didn't do anything wrong or illegal. It's just, you know, we, we got friends in lower high places, however you look at them. So we're quiet we're very, places. Yeah, we got we friends, got friends in quiet yeah. places. Yeah, we're fortunate to do some cool shit once in a while. Yeah, no shit. I wish I, I think that may be this. that may be a good idea for our next when you're because Evan, you're coming to Texas soon. If we did, yeah, I'd, I'd come down at the but it was pitches. Yeah, let's do it. Well, a no, no, I, yeah. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to come down. I've been, it's long overdue. I, I haven't seen, I've been holed up here. That's not true. <laughs> um, well, I, I'll tell you guys what I've been doing. Uh, Hot Logan came up a couple weeks ago. We went on a snow machining trip out in the middle of uh, Idaho. So that's, that was fucking super fun. We did three days. Uh, 14 people from the company. We took 14 people out. We did 20 plus miles into uh, hot springs out in the middle of 
basically the, the central Idaho. And uh, we did a lot of really epic, cool snow machining. Like it was fucking awesome. I've never really, I've never really gotten into snow machining before, as they like to call it, sledding. Sledding. However, I don't feel that I've been doing it long enough to use the slang term, so I have to actually call it snow machining. Like, yeah, a but you own one, so you can't that. call it a sled now. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I don't feel comfortable saying sled because I also have sleds for my children, which are actually like snow sleds. Like it's just snow machine. It's a, you know, it's got, it's a machine. It's like a character. We're good with that. I, mean, I don't know. Snowmobile. I grew up calling them snowmobiles. Snowmobile. Yeah. Snowmobile. Like, I, so I'm going to sound like a total village rube, like talking about snow machines and snowmobiles or whatever. And everybody else calls them sleds. But how fucking awesome was that trip, right, Logan? Oh, like, dude, I have these a, things. I have a ton of time on these things, and like the amount of bail, like it is one of the most technical things I think you can possibly do on a engine machine because you have to freaking. That, that statement was very marine of you, right there. Engine yeah, machine right. <laughs> on an engine machine. An engine, on an engine machine. machine. Yes, because you have like, it's so counter. Yeah, it's so counterintuitive to be able to balance these things as you're going up. And Balls, who's behind the camera there with Evan, is very good at it. And watching him go up a mountain on one of those things, and most of the time he's just straight up. Like, yeah, the nose of this machine is almost pointed directly up at the sky, and he's just flowing with this thing. And then you watch somebody else try and do it, and they get stuck within 20 feet. So there's a lot of like, artistry in it like it takes a lot to learn because you think you just like ride it and then you're a little better no. if not like it requires yeah. a lot of work hyper technical a little bit it's it's i mean it's a little bit dangerous obviously because it's a high-powered machine that's between your legs depending on where you're at in the elevation but we were up in the powder powder like there was a ton of powder so much fucking fun do you guys have avalanche warnings or anything out there uh, well, that was one of the reasons why we went to Idaho because it doesn't have uh, a lot of the really Steep extreme peaks. elevation right, that it yeah. does in in some of the places in Utah. But we got to go out and we had beacons, like all of us had avalanche beacons. I took my wife and my daughter. Everybody was out there basically having a... It, it's good family fun, guys. It was just a really good family fun experience. But what it's proven to me is that... We actually have to do this as a group. Jared has a snow machine. Uh, you know, I, I got a couple of them because obviously I've got kids and a family and the whole thing. But this stuff is awesome. Plus, Austin Balls is his name. Uh, our balls. one of our videographers here. That guy is fucking incredible when it comes to doing this. And when you pull up the videos of guys just ripping around on these things. I had not enough respect for the technical difficulty of this. I knew it was probably difficult, but whew, man, so much fun. So uh, yeah. we did that. We did that a couple <clears throat> weeks ago. Uh, Hot Logan came out. Everybody came out. Uh, yeah, except I'm, for I'm Heather. Forward. Heather didn't want to do that. Yeah, didn't want to be cold. And I'm looking forward to going back because that place just came under new management and I sat down with the managers right before we took off there. And it was originally built like right after the civil war in the 1800s. Right. And 
it was originally like it's been a resort its entire existence. So right. the guy, the guy that built it, built it for that reason because all the gold miners needed something to do back in the day up there. Hell yeah. And uh so there's at the hot springs, there's just tons of old down cabins and and big wooden buildings and they're trying to completely refabricate the whole thing. So right. we are in like, we stayed in like the cabins we stayed in, in the middle of February, you know, you're just using a wood stove in order to stay warm. Right, there's no electricity. Right? So you're just, yeah. you're just, yeah, it's about yeah, as you can get. Um, but, and there's no, there's no water situation. So they're, uh, they're working to like modernize it a little bit and open it up. So it'll be, it'll continue to get better. That's cool. I'll definitely yeah. go last time. I was, I had to go film. Where I yeah. Been I can't there. wait for the next one. I'm super excited for it. I was, uh, I was talking to my accountant yesterday and he was telling me one of his clients had like saved and saved and saved and saved for a long time. And then eventually got to the point and found this house that they, re- that, that they really liked and they paid cash for the house in um, in California outright. Like, like, hey, okay, I saved for fucking 20 years of my life. I paid cash for this house. And then the owner of the house that sold it took the cash and now won't leave the house because of the California won't let you evict anybody because of COVID. And they've right. been in the house for, for almost a year now. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, like, I would so drag that person the money? out by the fucking hair. And like, Holy shit. not like, in California, you wouldn't. You go <laughs> not to in jail. California. Yeah, you get you get your shit stomped in in California if you try to do something that, like that, man. You got to protect the people that are doing bad things. <laughs> it's opposite world <laughs> how, of California. How much of a shit bag human can you be? <laughs> Obviously, a pretty but does big it one. surprise you? Like, no, no, it, it shouldn't doesn't. surprise you. Like. I, I was saying this on one of the other podcasts. Like Gavin Newsom is looks like a used car salesman. He's the guy that runs that state. Like he, he you, I wouldn't buy a fucking Buick from that guy. I'd be like, oh yeah, we only drove this back and forth on Sundays. And be like, whatever, you, dude. You you come on. The the guy's teeth are you know wider than the fucking wall behind Logan in his bathroom. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> the guy is an idiot. Well, they didn't anyway. get enough signatures for a recall, didn't they? I heard that. They I don't think well any of that it. shit works, man. I don't no. think any of that shit works. It's just like They'll you know, California is just like. I, I love the place. Like I, I love the place. It's amazing. The terrain is fucking epic. Like, you go there, you've got you know, you can be surfing and fishing and doing all these epic things, and you can be skiing and snowboarding and up in the mountains and hunting and doing all these fucking awesome things. And then the people. you hear about you hear about what their government does, and you're like, oh my gosh. You guys have fucking lost your minds. I think it's on a micro level. I think that's, I have that's like essentially what's happening in, with DC. I have a weird hope in my heart, which will probably never come true. But in like 15 years, like California flips and becomes a red state and it like oh, it's managed well. Yeah. Dude, Cause it's like, like you said, it's one of the most coolest places. Obviously I grew up there, but within like four hours of where I lived, I could be fishing in a lake fishing in the ocean. I could be surfing or I could be snowboarding or skiing, or I could be like out in the mountains hunt. Like it's just, there's everything. It's everything. And then it's fucking awesome. But then obviously I don't live there because the state is fucked. Like, so what? what you, yeah. What do you guys think? Is it salt water? That's one of my, that's actually one of my theories is that the salt water <laughs> starts to like 
make people's brains erode <laughs> where because it's it's Seattle, cities. it's Portland, it's San Francisco, it's it's LA and then you go to the other side and it's the same thing. Like the coast the coast just like they start losing their fucking minds. Not Florida. I know. Florida's I don't know kind what's of happening. Just like, like a- well, and then, and then I guess there's <laughs> yeah. there's there's ocean in Texas, quite a bit of it. So, and then you know you've got the all the red states down there. But I, it's it's crazy to me. I don't know what what happened to those places. Well, I think those- it's obviously an attractant based off of how nice it is there, and so you have people moving for that reason that we just discussed, and then it gets filled with like, you know people and generation after generation of like this ridiculous thinking that ruins the state. Like it has to be that. It has to be. I think things have gotten so easy maybe in the United States yeah. where you kidding things me? are just like, Oh, well, things are so easy that we can like one, one of the things I, I constantly think about, I don't know why not to get too political, but it's like, like why? So why, why are people socialists? Like I, I you know, I'm, I'm like, it's super confusing to me because I'm like, what the fuck is going on in people's heads where they're like socialism or communism, however we want to say communism light. Uh, but it, it's really, really interesting to me how people can go, this is a fade, failed ideology through the last couple hundred years. There's never been a successful experiment every anywhere, but yet there's still people that are like, Hell yeah. Let's let's give it a, let's give it a go, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, great idea. Let's yeah. let's try it on. Let's see how it works. I don't know. I mean, it's fucking nuts right? to me, man. I it's can ask fucking my girlfriend nuts. that question. If she it's interviews like, people like that. It's like trying to like everybody that fed the alligator with their hands hand got their hand bit off. And then you're like, I'm gonna fucking feed the alligator. Like, probably statistically speaking, never worked. Yeah, Everything got North their hand fucking bit off, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it seems like it's just straight laziness and lack of willing to work. Like if, if you want the government to be able to partition out who gets what, you just haven't spent enough time with the government yet. Stop doing those dishes. Stop doing the dishes. But that's the thing that blows me away with all of these, with all of this entire narrative, like the entire narrative in the United States where you have multiple people, millions and millions of people, they contradict themselves every day, yeah. all day long, day. because they're like the government, Look at the border is, you right know, now. like that is, that is the biggest contradiction ever. Like how much they were concerned with the border and the way the border was handled by Trump. And now it's, it's completely like, uh, la, 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 la. No, I, I, but, it, but that's the thing I, I don't quite understand. Like they, they have generations of examples of where politicians have continued to fuck everybody in the country, like just on a regular basis, just like totally fuck them. But then the people keep going back, going, but this time it's going to be different, baby. I, I you know, this that's time what I'm saying. On, this time, don't worry, man. Like, hey, forfeit your liberties. This time it's going to be different. It's all going to be cool. Hey, for $2,000, why don't <laughs> yeah. you forfeit your liberty, guys? With a low price of $1,400 stimulus check, we'll Yeesh. take care of you. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to take care of you. Don't you let worry. Us, let us steer this ship for you. I, but- I mean... Do you guys do you guys think about that too? Like, so so when are these stimulus checks going to stop? Like, what? Because they don't come out and say like this was the purpose of this one, and or, or am I just missing this? Like, it just seems like they're just this is part of what they're trying to do is get everybody in the country used to getting these checks, so yeah, they don't have to worry about getting a job. 
Bro, I'll go fucking full tin hat on that. That's what I think. I Dude, think it's I think a so. method of it conditioning is. for people to know, oh yeah. my God, I couldn't pay my rent because the fucking government locked them down and it won't let them open their business. Everything. And then the government wants to take our fucking money, redistribute it, and then say, look, we helped you. And you're like, that's my money. to be a fucking psychopath to like fucking like agree with that. Yeah, but I've heard, like, I've heard business owners in Bernie say that it's hard to even get employees to come back to work. Like in wait staff and stuff because they're like they 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 just stay home and collect unemployment. Now they they don't want to come back to work. Yeah, no shit. That's what happens yeah. a lot of people. They make the same amount of money on unemployment, and then there's no there's no like vetting process during that as far as their ability to work, and it breeds a lazy culture, and it's only going to perpetuate the issue, the core issue, and it's. Okay, I want to get one up. It's like morning podcast. It's you know? morning yeah. podcast, but come on. This is super yeah. fun. I, I think you're on you're on a fast track to uh, a police state. You're on, you're on a police, you're on a fast track to a police nanny state. And uh, it's hard for me to believe that that we have a, a bunch of well-intentioned Americans that believe in this country that are representing the the general population at this point. No. Because it it doesn't appear that anybody is the the entire government is asleep at the wheel when they think that this is an appropriate fix. Uh, where just bribing people for votes, well, one that should be fucking illegal. You shouldn't be able to just bribe bribe people for votes. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna pay you two thousand bucks if you vote for us. Like, yeah. okay, well, fuck off. You shouldn't be able to do that because that's a dead end road for any society. Yeah. And where is the money coming from? That's the other thing that people don't even under, they, they don't, and I have, a, I have a rudimentary understanding of economics, but I do know when you print more money, it devalues your devalues the money, which ultimately it still has to come from somewhere. And I, I, I think you have a bunch of people in office that are looking at things so short term and they don't have a strategic nature nor do they have a strategic outlook as far as who our real enemies are and who we should be concerned with. It's so interesting to me to look at politicians and what they actually are concerned with because we should be really concerned with China. Everybody knows that. Everybody with half of a fucking brain cell knows that we should be really concerned with China. Everybody. But yet they all... Pretend like this is just not gonna. Would they? They they all are pulling their sheets over their heads, going, "The boogeyman doesn't exist." And it's like, no, the boogeyman does fucking exist, actually. And they don't give a fuck. Like the the more that we placate and pretend that these people are 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 friends, and we have a you know a a mutual sustainment economy where we rely on each other, and there's no competition. Everybody gets a participation trophy, and it's like these woke. Idiots are going to fucking drive this country into the ground because they won't wake up and realize that there are people internationally that want to fucking kill us and take everything that we have. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, no, they don't get understand woke. that concept. It's like, they don't understand. It's like politically correct. The politically correct nature of our society and this entire fucking generation of people that think that China wouldn't, love the opportunity to invade this country and take our position in the international community. And there's a ton of people I've heard it. They're like, well, that wouldn't be so bad. I mean, China is fucking awesome. You're like, what? what? 
You've heard it. Oh. You've heard it. The fucking socialists and the, the, oh. the socialists and the communists are are constantly talking about how great China is. And then out of the other side of their mouth, they're also talking about equality for all and transgender rights and a bunch of other bullshit. When I say bullshit, I'm saying it pales in comparison to the issues that we face as a nation and as an international Security economy. And safety. Yes, and- it does. <laughs> yes. Like I'm not saying like it's a fraction of a fraction of a percent. I'm not saying it's not important to those people. It Sure. It is important to those people. And that was the KGB back in the day. That was their whole plan was to demoralize, destabilize, and then put the country in a crisis and then you overturn it. Like that was, that's like the whole Boom, plan. We're it's a fucking plan. Hot, like, we're, we're taking the bait. Yeah. Cause we're, you can't, you can't invade America, right? With our, with their guns right now and how we stand, like every citizen would be up in arms and you have militias that would be bigger than the United States army straight up. Right. But when we start going that direction, you're like, what does that look like when you're taking guns out of the American citizen's hand? It's fucked. It's fucked. It's it's fucked. Every way you look at that Rubik's cube, it's fucked. We're a spoiled culture that has yeah. never been invaded, has never been <laughs> occupied, and and now we're paying the price of genera- a generation that that doesn't have the experience to remember. Yeah, we're we're creating issues that aren't real. And focusing on them and dividing our country rather than focus on external threats and yep. bettering the quality of American life. Yeah, it's. <sighs> but it, but it's it's well. crazy to me because it seems as if, uh, for instance, which, uh, you know, I obviously it's a tragedy. It's where the the kid went and shot up the Asian massage parlor, and okay, the kid came out and said it was based on his religious views. And it didn't have anything to do with race. It had everything to do with he felt like he was a sexual addict and he was shooting the place up because of his religious views and this internal conflict. And yet the mainstream media continues to propagate this narrative that this was uh, had, had racial intent. <laughs> and okay, that gets a ton of fucking news where this kid cre- created an act of violence which he openly said it had nothing to do with race and it was all about religion. But when Harvard discriminates against Asian people, it's not racist because it's Harvard doing it. That gets no mainstream media attention because it's fucking Harvard and Princeton and Yale and all the Ivy League colleges that ultimately they can't be. How can they have anything like that? There, there's there's nothing going on there. But the minute something happens where they can they can cause some type of division within our society that says there is racial intent without calling out any one of their own tribe, that's when they're going to go for it, right? Uh, And I think that the mainstream media, this is why it's dying. This is why it is fucking dying. They've gone chips in with garbage, with bullshit, and now people don't trust it. Yeah, because it's it's clickbait garbage, and they also know that it's completely hypocritical. Just look at the way that they treated Trump versus Biden. Yeah, the media. If Trump would have yeah. fallen down the stairs, yeah. every can you new, imagine every news outlet oh, ever, yeah. SNL, everything, everything would have been no, that would have been on a, so, on a circle. There is such a definitive line of bias that it's like it's it's, it's they don't even hide it anymore. They don't yeah. hide it. And that's yeah. why they're all circling the drain. 
Yes. They're all going to circle the drain and they're all going to go by the way of the dodo. And then what happens because there's no real journalism anymore. You know what, what the, the, the New York times did that piece a few weeks ago, which was about Biden's nightly routine and how he puts like fire uh, logs on the fire of the white house. Didn't have anything to do with, with substance, had nothing to do with, you know, what executive orders he's pushing through, what his first hundred days looks like, how, like fucking zero, zero. So, <laughs> you know, talk about like journalistic integrity. It's dead. And everybody can see directly through it. It's, it's, it's completely transparent. And then the mainstream media guys are going, well, I don't understand why we're dying a fucking slow and painful death, mainly because you're blatantly biased. You push a narrative People can see right through it. And so now you've got to get your news from Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, and like us. all these other places. Like, not us. Jesus, you should never listen to us. Yeah, you yeah. definitely should. Tune in every every week for hey, us. Hey, I do, I do have a, uh, Sager from Crystal and Sager. He's coming on uh, this week. So he's going to be on the podcast, which I'm a huge fan. We've we've got uh, a new booking agent now that's going to go out. I mean, we boom, need to boom. know who you want. Like, cause he's, he's asking, Hey, give me your wish list, And I don't care if Oprah's on it. That's I want Matt Best. That's who I want to talk to. I want, I want to talk to Matt animals Best. on my fucking podcast. Hey! I want. Uh, who do you guys <laughs> want? You guys... Like what, what kind of, well, who do you guys want on the podcast? Well, I mean, did you guys hear that uh, Trump is going to start his own uh, social network? I do. Yeah. yeah. I Chris let's Pratt. get Trump on. Let's, let's talk to Trump. I want Trump. I want, I want Chris be doing Pratt. It. Yeah, want... exactly. The guy that played uh, Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he would be fun too. You think? Uh, I you think he'd be fun? The stoolie president. I think he I think he would have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dave Portnoy? Yes. Dave Portnoy would be Dave hilarious. Us would be become best friends. Yeah. I I I mean he okay. obviously he's funny and yeah. he likes us and he's we like fun. him. I mean, like, you know he has a lot of he resembles a lot of you, Evan. Did you, did uh, I, think, I think he's a much more handsome guy than. Did him. you see the clip of him visiting their like Chicago studio or something? And he walks in. He's like, and it's like just this ghetto. Like there's blankets stapled to the walls. He's like, "What are you guys doing? We we have money to build a studio. You guys are in a shed." <laughs> it's awesome. D- Dave and Evan, I think, are equally angry people, yes, and yeah, I respect yeah. that about the oh, both yeah. of them. Just you know. You never know when that fuse is just going to fucking pop. You never Good know. I, I I truly like, I like his content. It's super funny. I think both of us, I think the two of us together, like I could go do coffee reviews at coffee shops and just like spit the coffee out. Yeah. You were, then- uh, you were on Drinking Bros last, right, Logan? So you were just on Drinking Bros? Like, what, Yeah, yeah. I was on with uh, the founder of Heroic Hearts with, the guy that I went to Peru with nice. to do the jungle juice. Yeah. I can't remember what episode it was, but yeah, they wanted to kind of recap. Um, there is a lot of alternative mess uh, medicines that are starting to become a little bit more mainstream as far as uh, veterans seeking alternative therapies and treatments. So we kind of recap what it was like to go to the jungle and um, I need to do it next. Another, another one of my friends just got back and they were like, it was the greatest thing they've ever done in their lives. It's it's a pretty incredible experience. I don't think you know Matt is always like, yeah, I'm not touching that with the ten foot pole. I've not said that. I said I would. 
No, <laughs> never told me that. Yeah, I think I'm like apprehensive, but I think that there's been enough people that have talked about it that I definitely, before I kick the bucket, I would like to try it and have the experience and see how it kind of changes the psyche. I think the more you know about yourself, the more you can know about the world. So, yeah, and that just like what really hit me was like what what your brain is capable of just from a from a visual standpoint from an introspective standpoint like some of the visuals i saw was <laughs> it was like looking through a 4d time machine I and can't wait you're like oh my god my brain is like living on a whole different frequency and i didn't even know it I want an astrophysicist on the podcast that's what i want to talk i want a whole yeah. space episode we could we could we could ask neil deGrasse tyson yeah, he went on drinks, bros. Yeah, if we could talk with Neil, that'd be uh, I, he's one of my main icons in life. I've I love got that dude. He's so bad and Evan's <laughs> gone. Well, we're in an hour. We can wrap this thing up. All right. We've got new shirts, new merch, new yeah. club, new cups. Everything. RTD. RTD is rolling. We've got a bunch of new RTD commercials coming out. I can't wait. Yeah, Thanks. lots of good stuff in the in the pipe, guys. Got a lot of commercials coming out, a lot of good content. Um, we're going to be working our asses off on that. So, appreciate and you guys. Evan, tell us all the new promo code. Thank you. All right. <laughs> www.blackrifecoffee.com. <laughs> all right. Later, guys. See you guys.